I'm Brandon Spratt. Welcome to Awaken, the podcast. I believe the most valuable gift you can give yourself and others in this world is authentic presence. When you are in your truth and you own it, you become an empowered being with the capacity to inspire others by just your presence alone. The journey to becoming a more empowered, inspired, and aware being starts right now. Continuing forward from the previous podcast about I am, the mind has a tricky way of taking you out of the I am presence, presence, doesn't it? All those unwanted feelings is just due to the mind thinking about either the past or the future, concerns, projections, anticipations, goals, um, traumas, uh, you know, the mind has a hard time staying present. So that's what we're going to talk about today. That's what we're going to discuss in this podcast, the ability to stay present exceptionally well. If we were truly present in the moment, we would see that whatever we have in front of us here and now, that we can do it, and we can do it exceptionally well. But beyond the doing, we can be exceptionally well. I find a lot of times that people want to do, 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 do. And that just creates a lot of do-do, <laughs> if you will. Um, Instead, if we can check in with how we are being while we are doing, then what ends up being done is done at such a high degree of quality, we then feel very proud of our accomplishments and what we are creating in the world. But it's whenever we don't connect to that place of presence, of giving it our all, giving it our exceptional quality, giving it our absolute excellence, that's whenever we start to become insecure and not feel good about ourselves or the work that we do because we're not starting from a place of excellence. And we all have this within us. And this is a lot about, um, this is a lot of what I've learned from Oprah and her speeches and her, and her books and what she says is, do what you do and do it exceptionally well. Paraphrasing here, it's not quote unquote. But, by accessing our I am presence in every moment, we have that capacity and capability to work at a level of excellence and uplift ourselves as well as those around us. And while we all have a lot of stories and inner narratives of going on within us, there are tools to clear out the stories that don't serve us and replace them with stories that do. One of my favorite things is uh, mantra and since we're talking about I am and the I am presence there's a beautiful mantra that I highly recommend it's an English mantra so it's more of an affirmation uh, than a mantra but those two words are interchangeable affirmation and mantra go hand in hand they're similar so there's a chant mantra you can affirmation <laughs> that you can sing it's called I am and it just sings I am I am I am I am over and over again you can either do it for 10 minutes or you can do it for 30 minutes whatever you feel you need but whenever I first did this meditation I I cried so hard I cried like I cried like a hysterical hurt 
teenage kid, you know, going through all the confusing aspects of life, I cried hard when I sang this song. And what it did was it helped me reprogram the parts of my mind that felt really insecure or full of fear or doubt or, or guilt or shame or lack of confidence in any way. I grew up really insecure about who I was in the world and um, sexuality, gender identity, um, just my overall role and who I'm supposed to be in the world as a, as a man, as, a, as um, someone who's coming from a broken family. You know, there's a lot of questions and a lot of confusion that happened in my life. And I, by default, was more quiet and didn't really say anything. I just observed the world. But deep down, I was always processing and thinking about these things, or wondering why am I so insecure? Why am I? Why do I? Why do I hate myself? And yes, I use the H word here. Why do I? Why did I come from this place of such deep hatred? You know, for who I was in the world growing up, it was very hard for me. I was very, very suicidal and depressed a lot of my upbringing. And I'll go into more of these stories later of how I overcame it. But. Uh, this, this mantra, whenever I chanted this, healed this in such a profound way that I feel so called to share it with you guys today. Whenever you're chanting, I am, just sit with your thumb and your pointer finger connected. It's called Gyan Mudra. This is the hand position, Gyan Mudra. And you'll sit there and you'll just chant this over and over again. And I want you to surface and summon all that darkness, all that, that negative critic, that negative voice that has said you are insignificant, you are unloved, you are just that party that's really hurting. Whatever narrative that sounds like for you, surface that voice. Bring it straight up face to face with you and say, let's talk. First, let it know that its power over you is ending and no longer has the ability to move you so intensely to destructive thoughts, patterns, or actions. And instead, every time you chant, I am, I want you, everything that you don't feel like you are, you don't feel like you're brave or courageous, or you don't feel like you're beautiful, you don't feel like you're, whatever that story, whatever that voice is for you, I want you to replace it with, I am beautiful, I am courageous, I am loved, I am accepting, I am loving myself, I am learning about myself, I am courageous, I am whatever this looks like for you, go into that state, I am all those things, until you just keep repeating it over and over to yourself. I highly recommend doing this meditation for 30 minutes, just keeping your eyes closed and the eyes are gently rolled up to the brow, known as the third eye. This activates the pituitary gland to where you can uh, create this optic nerve uh, pulling on the pituitary and pineal gland. It sends a little electrical impulse to that inner organ of the brain, known as the master gland of the body, to help it secrete uh, so that it can um, wash over the body with what's known to the yogis as something called amrit, which is just another yogic way of saying uh, chemicals and hormones that wash over the body um, in a very powerful way that activate the parasympathetic nervous system to reachieve equilibrium and homeostasis in the body. 
it's said that in the yogic scriptures, one of the hardest and most challenging things for the human being to do and how to be is to achieve a consistent state of relaxation. That's quite profound because I think a lot of us are in a state of moving so quickly or, you know, um, just letting the environments of the world trigger us into reactive, uh, primal, animalistic states. And while we do evolve from the mammal line, we have a lot of mammal um, evolutionary DNA within us, we are no longer the animal. And what we truly are is the human being. We've evolved to the state to be out of instinctual reactions and to have presence and choice in any situation. So if we really accept this truth and then remind ourselves in every moment or every moment we get triggered or just throughout our day, how relaxed am I in this situation? How peaceful am I right here and right now? How can I put myself into a more blissful state of being? How can I relax? So it's this meditation um, that I'd like you to go try. I am. It's beautiful. And just going on about I am, I'd just like to share a little bit about who I am. I am a seeker. I am an explorer for the truth. Not anybody else's truth, but my own truth. And also the universal truth, which connects to my truth. The truth that is beyond all ages and space and time, but the truth that remains ever true throughout all yugas, which are the different ages that we go through uh, on Earth. Since my awakening, well, since I was little, I've always been an observer and just been curious about the world in, I think, deeper ways than most um, of the youth in my generation were thinking whenever they were at that age and time. Not to, not to say anything that there weren't. There's a lot of deep thinkers out there and deep philosophers. But I felt quite obsolete and isolated in my upbringing because of just my introverted uh, default nature and also just, you know, how I shut down after my parents' divorce and things like that. I really internalized a lot. But I really really woke up in um, February 2015 when my life collapsed. And since then I've been on this trajectory to understand the depths of who I am in this cosmic arena on this rock and space that we are sharing currently. I'm also an explorer for why you are here and why I am speaking this and why you are listening. I would like to understand the, the miracles that happen in your life and I'd like to share the miracles that happen in my life so that we can remember to focus on the good when the times get a little bit more challenging as we know that that's the swaying of the pendulum of life. My life is becoming a lifelong mission to understand such mysteries such as other dimensions of existence, the spirit realm, the astral realm, beings from other worlds that travel through dimensions of light and energy and portals and consciousness and alternative and holistic healing, uh, sound healing, energetic and vibrational healing, uh, mediums, psychics, and uh, how we can use all these seemingly more esoteric 
attributes of life and people with different gifts to then understand their practicality to our human unity and the ability to ascend our individual and collective and global vibration to a state of more harmonious uh, peace. There's a guy named uh, Tom Kenyon who he's quite profound and he's working with uh, he's channeling information that's coming through him from beings uh, of a higher dimension, a higher caliber called the Hathors, very well known in Egyptian um, uh, culture and Egyptian uh, mythology. And these Hathors, they say as you ascend and as you know we evolve and our DNA morphs and changes, it's not that we're going to ascend into a place that is completely blissful and completely uh, without pain or struggle, but our awareness around how to move through those tests is what will make all the difference. And it's our awareness that is going to be the key to our ascension. So, in a nutshell, I'm seeking to understand divinity outside of me and, most importantly, the divinity within me at the deepest of layers. So, every single time I'm in a conversation with someone, I look into their eyes and I can look so deeply with such presence that I see the Creator in the light of the person's eyes that I'm conversing with. There's a, uh, a poem by Guru Nanak of the Sikh religion who actually didn't even want to create a religion to begin with. He was against all religions and wanted to create something that was obsolete. He actually didn't even want to create a following, anything like that, much like Jesus. But instead, of course, it was turned into a religion. And out of all the religions, I must say, this is one that I really resonate with. And he wrote a poem called the Japji. And in the Japji, it's this just divine wisdom that he talks about. He's, he's going in and out of the state of um, consciousness where he is in between both worlds, if you will. He's partly in the human world, but he's also channeling and he's half turning into light at the same time. He's, he's turning into what like the Tibetan monks known to be as rainbow body. So he was he was ascending and the light was leaving through his pores and the people were seeing this and he was also partly human still and trying to recite the the uh, huge vastness of creation and <clears throat> what he was saying is if we really want to understand the universe if we really want to know and understand God it's by seeing God in the reflection of others and seeing God in all things. So if we want to know God, if we want to experience and be with God, we have to realize that one, we are in the body of God already. And two, we can truly know and understand God whenever we take a moment to look outside and feel the wind and see a leaf blowing in the wind or noticing the leaves on a tree dancing as the wind goes through the leaves and the branches. It is then, if we can see God in that moment, that we will be able to feel God within and see God in all things. <sighs> Feels good, doesn't it? And finally, one of the most important things um, 
that I'd just like to uh, share with you and an intention for these podcasts is to let you know that you're not alone and that I too have been through the depths of hell and the spiritual journey, but I have always risen up and I've never given up. And I'm it's and I've moved past the desire to be seen or to accomplish something, but rather to feel the feeling of whenever someone has gratitude for for what you do in the world. That is the best feeling I've ever experienced. Whenever I was and I'm still at the state now, you know, a beginning yoga meditation teacher and felicitating group work. Um, I was so paralyzingly nervous in the beginning, but I still stepped in. I just prayed and prayed and prayed. And I said, God, the universe, just help me out a little bit here. Help me move through this. Let me just teach it, you know, word for word from the book. I don't even have to say anything. Let me just get comfortable with that first. Help me out. And that's how it started. I just started with a script until I got comfortable to improv a little bit here and there. And what what the the greatest feeling of all was at the end of these classes whenever people would say that's exactly what I needed today or that's exactly what I needed to hear and then they just you know give you that hug and they are so grateful or you know sometimes they're crying in a class and they're processing out some really deep old emotions that are surfacing from a mantra or from a pranayama or from you know whatever the class whatever it was that day in that class. And the best feeling of all is to feel what it feels like and know that, you know, I've been there too. I see myself in them. I, I love their vulnerability. I love the, the realness, the authenticity, the truth, the, the ability to be raw and real. And um, that's, you know, the biggest intention of all is for you to be you and for me to be me and for us to expand in that beautiful place of creativity as as beings who are made in the image of the creator you know the most creative force and the most creative energy of all of creation were made in that image you know and so we're here to create and the moment that we stop creating and being unique is the moment that we I, I feel personally the most suffering and I'm sure I'm not alone in that thought so as as you wake up to more and more awareness, as I wake up more and more to new awarenesses, um, I think we'll see more communities of people with these capabilities wanting to share themselves with the world um, from just a very humble, authentic uh, place. And that's what this is about. As we're going through this time of interesting times, as the Taoists would say, and this massive awakening on the planet, I really believe the more that we stay inspired and come together through the, through the shift of ages, um, it will make it all the more easier. So with that said, I honor your process of awakening to more and more awareness. And in the beginning, one last thing, in the beginning I thought I had psychosis and I thought I was going insane with the things that I was seeing and perceiving and the thoughts that were coming to me. And I had no one to really talk to about the depths of the things that I was experiencing. I, I thought I was, I thought I had some marbles loose. I thought I was, you know, going to need to lock myself up in an insane asylum. And I just want to say, wherever you are on your journey, just know that you're not alone. And if you feel insane, you're probably on the right track to a certain degree. 
Got to have a little disclosure there. If you're feeling a little off your rocker, send me a note. Let's talk. And I'd be happy to, to support you. I'm Brandon Spratt, and you've been listening to Awaken, the podcast. You can follow Awaken on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't done so yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me every week or every other week for Awakening Conversations. Thank you for listening.